Hey, girl. Hey. Hey, girl. Hey. It's Kristen. And Nicole. And this is Damn It, I'm Dating. The podcast. Welcome back, everybody. I think I'm finally ready to put this Charlie story to bed. What do you think, Nick? Uh, yes, please. <laughs> I would like so, him to stay in bed. Bury the dead and leave him there. Absolutely. <laughs> All right. So this is the last time we're digging up Charlie, and we're going to finally lay this relationship to rest. Um, we left off with Charlie and I getting into a fight in uh, Boston Chops and me going home with him and having an argument in his place where he basically was like mad that I wasn't spending the night and I was baffled um, and how angry he got that he wasn't basically getting his way. Well, it was the whole night too. It wasn't just that. It's like the yelling at a restaurant, wild. Threatening to stick me with the bill, like and just his whole theme with money overall as a controlling device is just, mm-hmm. ugh. So he told me if I walked out that door that we were done. Like if I walked out his apartment door, we were done. And I looked at him and laughed and I was like, dude, we were done when you started yelling at me in the restaurant. Mm-hmm. This was just so I like didn't forget all of my shit. And then I did forget most of my shit when I walked out the door. Happens. Yes. So the next day I got a very long text message from him because an email. Yes. As we've learned, his text messages are emails. And I'm going to share them with y'all now because I can't do it justice by just reciting pieces from memory. It has to be fully read out. And I also would like to point out that in this text message, he double spaces after every period. Oh, my God. (laughs) Oh, my God. That's like icing on the cake. I never noticed that before. But, yeah, he double spaces after every period. So Also, hilarious that you still have the text messages. Um, Screenshots, baby, because that motherfucker is blocked the fuck everywhere. I know. It's just funny. He could not get a hold of me unless he showed up to my apartment. I think I blocked him, too, on Instagram. Yeah, I blocked his. I blocked him from calling me, from texting me on Instagram, on LinkedIn, on LinkedIn. Wow, I don't know if I ever blocked him on Facebook. I don't think we ever connected there, but like I blocked him everywhere I possibly could. If I saw him on a dating app, blocked like just everywhere. Good. So I have these screenshots because, well, evidence, really, evidence. Um. And in case, I don't know, for if he ever comes around for a third time, I can be like, Kristen, don't be a fucking idiot. And I can go back to the receipts because I keep the receipts like my ex-husband in Costco. <laughs> Except for the one time we needed it. Um, <laughs> if, if, if he ever tried to come back for a third time and you even acknowledged his existence, you, you and I would have words. I, you I beat would. the shit out of me. <laughs> you wouldn't even use words. You just hurt me. <laughs> You're scrappy. I'm a fr- I'm a little bit afraid of you. Yeah, I can I can see that. Like you're you know some shit that I don't know. <laughs> and true. I don't know what you know. So <laughs> it's Well, I'm I'm not violent unless I would really have to be. So I would just kind of be like Yeah, no. I'm not mad. I'm disappointed, Kristen. Oh, oh yeah. Oh, I, I would, would be, be like, Kristen, mess. I am beyond disappointed. 
Yeah. I want to cry right now just even thinking you disappointed in me. Right? So he's never coming back. Don't worry. No. It's bad enough I know that you worry about me. (laughs) I mean. Like a mom. (laughs) To be fair, it's warranted. I was going to say, let's be real. Let's be real. I'm an adult, but also I probably shouldn't be. Uh, so yeah, let's dive into the final drama in the final chapter of Charlie. Ready? Here we go. This was received the next day at 1128 AM. So like plenty of time to think about things, right? I'm not sure whether you care for me to send this, but I feel compelled regardless. Now that I've had time to process things sober. First, I am deeply sorry for being mean at the end of dinner. It was at my work. It was me at my worst and was the culmination of many things. A week of regressed trust, frustration with the dinner environment, the way the topic was brought up and being very drunk. I did expected you to stay, but also expected an early morning because I too care about Daisy. There is still no excuse for my behavior. Some things can never be undone, such as last night. It is unfortunate that I allowed myself to drink so much while still processing feelings from the past week. You could probably tell I've been on edge as I've been overanalyzing too much. This happened per the subject and the way it was brought up, but with minimal thought and maximum emotion. Again, you did not deserve for me to act like that. It was without care and consideration. You have given me a lot of your precious time. It is something that I took for granted in the moment and will likely likely regret for some time. Of course, I will bring your stuff back when we can find time or I can mail it if you'd prefer to never see me again. I am so sorry that I couldn't give you better. And then I let him wait until 630 that night for a response. Mm -hmm. Charlie, I don't even know where to begin. No one has ever made me feel the way you did Saturday night. I don't know if it was more hurt or angry or embarrassed, but I can assure you that none of those feelings were something that I ever expected from you. The things you said and accused me of last night have nothing to do with me. I sincerely hope you put some work into yourself and maybe talk to someone to help work through what's going on in your head slash heart. I would like my things back and to return your stuff. Maybe later in the week you can bring my things back and we can exchange, but I do not feel comfortable having you here uh, when my daughter is here because for real i did not no because he's a psycho exactly so then Kristen, i rightfully feel horrible for hurting and embarrassing you with my exceeding immaturity it's clear that i need to talk with a professional about how i could do such a thing i am so sorry for putting you through that of course we can wait to exchange things i completely understand and will wait to hear back on when it's good for you so yeah he came and we arranged a time for him to come drop stuff off. And I put out into my group of moms mm-hmm. that I've really assembled myself, my super moms, not just the not just the moms, not just the hot moms, all the moms mm-hmm. in the greater Boston area <laughs> who uh, offered to show up to his house <laughs> and get my stuff. I didn't not even have to go. Or they wanted to just get make a girl gang and be in my front door when he got here. So what women we often, unite. Yeah, women, women supporting women mm-hmm. is what I am here for all day, every day. So four or five friends came over. They brought wine. They brought cookies. They brought brownies, all that shit. 
So he was supposed to come at eight and everyone was sort of running a little bit late. So I asked him if he could come at 830 instead. And as soon as I sent that text message, can you come closer to 830? He said, sorry, too late. I can leave your stuff. Just toss mine. I'm truly sorry for how it went down. The outcome was inevitable, unfortunately. Does that sound like a confusing statement? Because I was very confused. What the fuck does inevitable, unfortunately, mean? It means um, maybe he had a moment of clarity and realized he was a controlling, abusive asshole and that you would never stay with someone as low as him. But so more likely, it probably <laughs> means that, you know, he was like, oh, we're not compatible, blah, blah, blah. Neither of those things. Oh, great. So he showed up before any of the moms got there. Mm -hmm. Like he walked out the door and maybe 90 seconds later, the first mom showed up. Um, so I had to let him into the building to get my things. And I just, you know, opened my door and handed him his bag of stuff i think i gave it to him in a trash bag because that's what he deserves um accurate and he was he said it again he was i was like what do you mean it was inevitable and he was like kristen i've been stressing about this all week like we got our nails done the week before he goes my nails i've been ch i've chewed them down to the nail beds i can't stop stressing i told oh. you it's been a week of regressed trust and i was like what the fuck are you talking about right you want to know what we're talking about oh my god are we talking about dean yes he was convinced that i had been cheating on him with dean and i was like i am so sorry you feel that way but that's absolutely not true. I I I told you I stopped seeing him and I actually haven't even talked to him since then. He goes, well, you saw him that night. I know you were with him. I was like, yeah, he was with my friends. He is a friend. I was with my friends. Nothing happened. But you can't trust me. And that's on you. I never showed you in any capacity that I couldn't be trusted. No, he I never was like with you 24. Freaking he was constantly seven with me. He was like, how could I cheat on him even if I wanted exactly. to? There's exactly. not. So he was just in his head. He spun this story that I had been cheating on him with Dean and quote unquote, God knows who else. And I was Did like, he really say that to you? Yes. And like, I'm sorry, but who's the one that got an STI scare? Because I'm pretty confident it wasn't fucking me. Correct. Um, Who's the one that has zero free time? Also me. Unbelievable. Like, yeah, because you actually are a fully cooperating parent in your child's life. Yes. And I also was being suffocated by my boyfriend who apparently did not trust me to be around anyone. Like even when this is going back almost like maybe a month or so before that, maybe six weeks, uh, we ran into my boss. I was I had just accepted a new job mm -hmm. working with someone that I'd known for like a long time and worked with before. And Charlie and I were walking through the financial district to go to dinner. And I was like, oh, my boss lives on this street. And he was like, how do you know your boss lives here? And I was like, well, because we worked together for like years and our office was a five minute walk away. So like sometimes we'd stop like the team would go over to his house to say hi to his dog or he'd show mm -hmm. us his renovations like not nothing nefarious. And that night when we I said that. My boss walked out of his apartment building 
<laughs> That's pretty perfect. In front of us. And I was like, oh, hey, blah, blah. And immediately Charlie was like, hello, I'm Charles. Like formal oh name and like shaking hands immediately, like establishing dominance. And I was just like, this is fucking weird. And as we're wa- after, like we said hi and we're walking, Charlie was like, so you guys never had a thing. Dude, he's my boss, first of all. Second of all, when I worked for him, with him, I was married and pregnant. Like, no, I did not hook up with him. And that whole night was just like him ruminating over whether or not I had hooked up with my boss at some point. Can you imagine how crazy, like, like an actual relationship with him would be? Like, like something long term, like if you had to live with him. Oh my God. No. Like I cannot because every single person you I mean, for goodness sakes, we have a mutual friend who is I'm just thinking in my head, like clearly there is nothing between you and that person. Clearly there's nothing between you and yes. you and that person. And like, can you imagine oh, who who are you texting? Oh, I'm texting so and so. Like, could you imagine he'd blow a freaking gasket? Yeah. Yeah. And like, God forbid I like hug that person. Oh my God. No. Mm-mm. Nope. Nope. Mm. Crazy. So yeah, Wild. Charlie, Charlie didn't trust me. It was my own fault apparently. And, uh, I was at least comforted by the, all the moms coming and bringing me wine and food. And what I would like to say is that if it was just like some random shit I had left at his place, I wouldn't have cared. Mm-hmm. But it was my Dyson blow dryer. <laughs> I remember. <laughs> like, that is the only reason I cared about anything. Like the make, I took my make, I went back to his place to get my makeup because I wasn't about to abandon that shit. My makeup Correct. is an investment. Right. But like, I was not going to leave my Dyson blow dryer at his place. No. I needed that back. That was $500. That's That's worth it to me. Uh, yeah, that was the only reason I, I needed anything back. But the fact that there were so many women that were ready to step up and be like, we'll drive you down to his place and go right. in for you. You don't even have to go in like that's I love. I hate the situation, but I love to see women stepping up and like supporting each other. Totally. I'm with you. And like immediately after that happened, obviously I texted Dean and was like, hey, how do you feel about Girls on the Rebound? And he was like, oh, looking to get your groove back. And so Dean and I started hooking up again, which was so fun. All right, my friends. Thank you again for joining us on another fun episode of Damn It, I'm Dating. I'm The podcast. <laughs> I'm so happy to finally put Charlie to rest. Let's say a little prayer that he'd never haunt another woman ever again for the rest of eternity. No resurrections. No resurrection. If you like what you're listening to, hit the subscribe button, share it with all of your friends, follow us on Instagram, damn and I'm dating and email us at damn and I'm dating the podcast at gmail.com. We would eventually love to have a listener's tale. So tell us all your fun stories. And even the good, the bad, the ugly, the scary, the sexy, the romantic, like I want all the dirt. I love, I love gossip. Um, I do. Just give it to me. <laughs> On that note. <laughs> Thanks for listening. I'm Kristen. I'm Nicole. And this has been Damn It, I'm Dating. The podcast. Bye. Bye. Yeah.